today's guest is a women's transformation coach who helps women who have been pushed down and have been playing it small due to toxic relationships or unhealed childhood traumas to create a life that is true to them and to their soul purpose. She's the founder of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast and Rise and Thrive Online Program. Welcome to the show, Petia. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me, Tobey. And what a beautiful morning. Well, for you, it's almost the ending of the day. For yes. Me, it's the start of the day. So <laughs> I am doing wonderful, just moving through the morning today. Thank you so much for joining me today on, on this episode of Mirror Talk. I would love us to start with you sharing about yourself and your journey of personal development and self-love after, you know, some years of eating disorder and constantly searching for someone to make you feel better. That's a great question and also a really great way to start, you know, mm-hmm. because I see it not only in myself, you know, for the decades I was outsourcing my worthiness and my happiness and always looking for something outside of me to make me happy, mm-hmm. whether it's relationship, whether it's traveling, job, school. I was always thinking that when I do this, when I have that, then I will be happy. And it was always making me feel even more empty. That's why I turned into eating disorder, toxic relationships where I was settling on relationships that were making me feel less than because I didn't know any better. When I was growing up, my stepfather was mentally and physically abusive. So I was thinking that that's normal. You know, that that's normal, that you should just shut up and do whatever you're told, that you are, you know, just here to serve others, but not in a loving way, but just like people pleasing and do whatever it takes, right, to Mm -hmm. make everyone else happy. And I put myself so far on the back burner that it came that far that when I was 18, I ran away from home. And the same year, I attempted to suicide. Because I didn't want to live. I was thinking that if this is the life that it's expecting me, I don't want to live it. And I know that even if we don't get to that like edge of trying to take your own life, which that's right, the extreme, so many people nowadays feeling stuck and unfulfilled and deep, deep inside, they are carrying that feeling that there must be more in life. But they just don't know what that more is and how to even live it. So when I was around my 30th birthday, I was again feeling that heaviness and darkness and unfulfillment. And the worst was that people, when they look at me, they would think my life is great. I was married back then to a handsome guy. I was competing, doing fitness competitions, so my body looked like magazine worthy. I was working in a corporate job, having a team under me, so Mm. I had a great money. But I was coming back home feeling empty and alone and ununderstood Mm. and guilty. Because when people would look at me, they're like, oh, you have such a great life and you are Mm. so perfect with your husband. Mm. But they just saw the outside. They didn't know that he was, you know, narcissistic, that he was cheating on me, that... You know, like he would giving me a silent treatment and don't speak with me for the days. Mm. Nobody saw that. So when I was in it, I thought that there must be something wrong with me because of everything that keep perpetuating in my life. And that was the moment when I said something has to change. Mm. 
something has to change. And yeah. that's when I embarked on spiritual and personal development journey. That's when I found, you know, videos and YouTube and, and you know, um, episodes from Louise Hay, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Joe Dispenza, Les Brown, Tony Robbins. They became the one who gave me hope. And that's what I needed. I truly needed just the hope. I truly needed to see that there is something better on the other side than when I'm living. And so many people, especially after 2020, for me, 2020 was great. Like our business grew, you know, and for me, it was great. But I know that many people, they were faced with discomfort, with mm -hmm. fears, yeah. with not knowing what to do, right? Mm -hmm. And so I feel that now it's such a perfect time to just pass and reevaluate your life. How were you able to, you know, survive, um, you know, the urge to commit suicide? How did you, you know, survive that stage? Because I know it's very critical and very, you know, um, complicated to have that feeling um, to want to end it all. You know, for me, back then I was... The first time I was 18 years old and I mm. ran away from home because my stepfather would beat me up mm. and I was in relationship with a man who was very possessive. He was very jealous. He was so mm. jealous that he didn't want me to even speak with my own mother. Mm. Um, he didn't want me to engage with my um, classmates in work uh, at, at school mm. and just come right away home. And so I was under so much pressure also dealing with the eating disorder that I just one day when I came home early from school I just at all the sleeping pills that we have at home and drunk wine to make sure that you know it will work mm -hmm. and um back then that day something he was working in constructions and some machine broke that day so he came home earlier so I find myself in a hospital, you know, they pump my stomach. I find myself in hospital and um, then I was going to psychologist and psychiatrist, but it was just, <laughs> for me, my experience was that it was making me more crazy because I felt like, I don't know, I just, I felt so much resistance, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that what really helped me to go through that was, um, asking for help, you know, like my teacher, my classmates, um, then moving away from the toxic relationship and really investing the time in myself. And a lot would help me was nature. Mm -hmm. Like as much as I could, I was in nature, you know, back then I was running and I was always in a forest and close to the lakes or rivers. So really helping people, um, letting nature help me to heal mm. and then since then it was just um a journey we're all on this journey it will yes. never end That's it's true. not like you will get one day to something like oh everything is perfect perfect butterflies and rainbows mm. um but i feel that the more you know yourself yeah. the more you respect and value yourself the way you teach others how to treat you it's the way you treat yourself mm. so it all starts with you and when I declare to myself and that was recently that was maybe five years ago four years ago when I declared that I won't settle I won't settle on jobs I won't settle on pay I won't settle in relationships that's when everything starts to unfold for me because I was open mm. and I was present to 
not tolerating any more than what feels right for me. Mm. That's, that's very good. And I, I respect the fact that you, you know, embark on this journey with so much strength, with so much power to, you know, live back all the toxic relationship, everything that was um, limiting you behind and now becoming a full being who is even transforming other people's lives. I respect that. Thank you so much for, for your strength and <laughs> everything you do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And it's, you know, it's, I, I receive it, you know, I receive your acknowledgement. Mm. And on other hand, I feel like for some reason, I didn't have a choice. Mm. You know, that's what I feel like people acknowledge me that, oh, you're so confident, you're so strong, you're so courageous. And for me, I feel like I didn't have a, I didn't have a choice, choice. right? Sometimes we're in that survivor and it's like, okay, I know that I'm meant for more. I know that I'm meant for better. I don't know what it is, but I know it's not here. Mm -hmm. If you're in, I remember when I was going through some of my darkest moments in life, I read a quote that says, if you're going through the hell, keep going. And that's something that I really want to share with people. If you're somewhere where you don't belong, you know it. Deep, deep inside you, you can feel it. If you're fulfilled or if you're doing things, just going through the motions, keep going. Like every time you take one step, the next step will unfold itself because you won't never know what to do unless you do something. And from, from your success story already, can you tell me how you create and live your dream life right now? Oh, I love that. I love that question because I was just thinking about it this morning. So we went to the gym with my husband and we were talking separately with three team members and I was getting frustrated because what I had envisioned wasn't happening. And he was like, just breathe through it. We'll figure it out, you know. Yeah. And as I was getting frustrated, I was like, oh, my gosh, Petya, pause for a moment. Like, look around. You're living with a man of your dreams who treats me like a queen every single day. I have a team all around the world that is, you know, supporting me and loving on me. I live in a safe place in a beautiful Las Vegas. Mm. I can travel. I, I, I make more money than I've ever done in my life. And I know this is just the beginning and I'm working two days a week. Mm. So I'm like, let's put it in perspective, right? Like things might not always go as you picture them, but I feel like it goes into appreciation, so how I build my dream life really went back into knowing who I am, knowing what are my core values. I created a few years ago with my mentor core values of mine, and I realized that it's loyalty, generosity, integrity, and growth. And when I did realize my core values, yeah. I look around on my life and nothing was matching. Nothing. <laughs> Not my relationship, not my business, nothing. Mm. I'm like, wow, what am I doing? Mm. So slowly and surely, I started to drift myself from that. Mm. You know, I, I let go of, you know, I divorced. I let go of my relationship. I let go of my business. My first business was social media marketing management. I 
let go of that. And you could say I started from zero, but we never start from zero because we always learn something everywhere we are and we always use part of that. So there is nothing ever lost. And knowing my core values really helps me to reevaluate my life and say, okay, what is that I truly desire? What is that I truly want? Where do I see myself in five years? Am I, the decisions that I'm making every day, are they aligning with that or are they taking me further away from that? So I think that the most important step for me was the having the core values, knowing who I am, what I stand for, and then doing the inner work, like healing myself, forgiving, you know, letting go. And with that, I created a space and created a new business, met the love of my life three and a half years ago, just Mm. got married a couple of weeks ago. So I allow myself to be me. And when you allow yourself, that's why everything I preach, it's about being unapologetic, unapologetically yourself, because when you're unapologetic, the abundance comes. And I don't mean only the money, but I mean the health, I mean the relationships, I mean the love, all of that, it's truly abundant life and the freedom to be yourself, it's priceless. So that's how I built my dream life. I know it seemed too simplistic, like simplistic, but being yourself, it's the reason why you're here. That's your purpose. Yes. So when I started to be my myself and allow myself to change and shift when appropriate, mm-hmm. that's how I was able to build my dream life. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. That's really great. And once again, congratulations on your on your wedding. I wish you happy married life and yeah, all the blessings that come with it. Elia, you you're talking about you know, you, um, you know, recognizing your your core values and you, doing the inner work in order to exhibit these core values in your life but sometimes you know from earlier from your story to you are talking about the traumas and the you know the issues that the toxic relationship from the past and all of this could cause you know um could cause limiting beliefs in in our lives so what what are like some other circumstances or situations that we face in life that could cause us to you know have limiting beliefs or and um how can we also you know, gain our freedom from this slavery and from the slavery of um, limiting beliefs and the perception of other people. How other people look at us or think or believe um, in us? Mm, that's a great question. And you know, we all have limiting beliefs. It's mm. not because I I had a trauma. So we all have them because there are we're conditioned to have them. When you think about it, just the way we are raised, and it doesn't matter where on which continent you are growing up, yeah. our parents pass their limiting beliefs on us. You know, it's and just the super like basics, like it's hard to make money, right? Or all men cheat or you know like um it's it's just like way we are conditioned by our parents and grandparents because they live in a different times Mm. they want to protect us they want us to have a better life than they had and what happens is they are well-meaning but we are different people living in the different times So instead of protecting us from harm to happen to us, they're protecting us also from abundance and well-being and prosperity because we all have limiting beliefs. I thought that I'm unlovable and I'm not enough and I'm not special. And some of them I'm still working through, you know, like comparing ourselves with others. It's just, um, I think that we all have them, but it's important to 
check in with yourself. Is this still true? There are beliefs that are keeping us safe, you know, like yes. don't go at night through the, you know, desert park, right? <laughs> yes, um, yes. It's like, don't go in a parking garage alone at night, whatever, right? It's like these things, like common sense, they're still serving you. But yes. then there are things that we think like, oh, I'm not special. I'm not smart enough. What if I mm-hmm. fail? What if people judge me? Mm-hmm. Those are not yours. When we are born, we are born only with two fears. The fear of, you know, noises and fear of falling down. Everything else, it's learned and conditioned. Mm -hmm. So when you have a fear or limiting belief, ask yourself, is this mine? Is this mine? Mm -hmm. Really? Did I create it or where did I learn it? Where did I hear it, feel it first time? Mm. If this is not mine, is this still serving me? Like I said, some beliefs can be still serving you, you know, like it's good to have savings or it's good to have a good relationship with money, right? Yes. Some beliefs we learn from our parents. And I used to tell my dear grandma always like, why didn't you teach me a relationship with money? She was so amazing with money. She had so little and it's so amazing. And me, I make money and I give it away. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, why didn't you teach me? So there would be some things that beliefs that would be good for me to learn or keep, but you got to check with yourself. Is this mine? Mm. Is this serving me? And is this really, 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 really true? Is that really, really true that you're not enough, that you're not smart enough? Mm. that you cannot be rich and abundant and loved is it really really true like unshakable fact mm. most of the beliefs we have they're not true that's very true that's very true i, I like the fact the, what you've been talking about since we started already was you know looking within looking within and asking yourself those questions you know your core values know who you are those are very key notes that i'm going to take from this episode actually like i should know who i am and know what I believe in. I, I am I am born for abundance. So if anything else tells me you are not born for abundance, then I know that's a lie. That's wrong. Exactly, exactly. You gotta really like knowing yourself. It's everything. Like I keep, you know, I work with three mentors right now. I'm getting certified as a breathwork teacher just this weekend, and all of these things help me to go deeper. Deeper in knowing myself, deeper in knowing my body. I uh, hired a mentor who is teaching me about human design, you know, to better understand who I am and why I came here. And I do human design readings with all of my clients because I want them to understand themselves. I want them to have this confidence and knowledge in who they really are. Mm. Because if you just think about it, no matter what is your goal in life, when you are clear and confident in who you really are, nobody can shake you. True. Like, for example, like if somebody comes to me and say, hey, do you want a cigarette? I'm like, no, thanks. I don't smoke. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, why would I do that? Or, hey, do you want a piece of steak? I'm vegan. No, thank you. I don't have to think about it, right? And we waste so much of our energy on thinking. Should I do this? Should I say that? Should I say something better? Um, Should I go and travel? Like so many things. But when you're clear about who you are, it's easy. Yes or no? Is it the heck yes or heck no? It's in your body. Mm. You get to go back and trust your body, trust your intuition and let it guide you. Yes. Can can you educate me on human design? You just mentioned it now. I, I really... I've not um, read so much about it. Can you tell me about what human design is? 
Absolutely. So human design, it's like ancient downloaded reading about it. It has a different modalities, astrology, numerology, I Ching, chakras, Kabbalah, all of these amazing teachings all in one. Um, it was downloaded to a man. Uh, I don't remember his name, Ra something. <laughs> And it's just, uh, it's like a chart, our human design, like why we came here, what is our purpose? And Mm. there are four different types, you know, of designs like generator, projector, reflector, manifester, and then also mix of manifester and generator, manifesting generator. So five Mm. like different personalities. And when you know your design, you know how to respond to life. You know how to manifest your desires. You know how, uh, like, what is your purpose? Why you came here? It's very complex studying. And I feel like we can be studying it for the rest of our lives. But when you know the basics, when you know your strategy, when you know your design, when you know your profile. Yes. And like I said, if somebody's hearing this for the first time, the only thing you really get to know is you can go on Google, find human design free chart and just put there your name, your birthday, your time of birth, your um, where you were born. Mm. And it will pull up your chart and then you can read and learn about yourself and just yesterday I met with one girl and I mentioned her about human design. She's like, Oh, I think I heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Mm. So I created her chart in like one minute, just download it and tell her some things that I can be just, you know, like just on top of like the chart yes. because we, it can be hours and hours and hours, mm. but just a little bit. She was like, Oh my God, like, this is so accurate. I can't believe this. Mm. So it really goes down into knowing yourself. When you know who you are, when you know why you came here, yes. everything else becomes easier for you because you feel like, okay, I'm meant to be here and you trust yourself. And then I feel like it's the confidence that sells and it doesn't matter if you're selling broccoli to your kids for dinner or if you're selling, you know, high ticket sell, yes. you know, on your business. It's important to be confident in who you really are. Destination Morocco podcast, the show that takes you away to the beautiful country of Morocco. I am your host, Azadeen El Mustakim. In each episode, we explore Moroccan culture, history, attractions, and activities. Real and practical information coming from experienced travelers and native Moroccans like myself. Our goal is to help travelers that are struggling with planning any type of trip to Morocco. Our company, Destination Morocco, builds personalized tour packages that will ensure you enjoy our country just like local. Follow us at destinationmorocco.co. Let's go exploring. That's true. That's very true. And talking about knowing who you are, um, discovering who you are, all of us talk about your, your podcast, your awesome podcast called Unapolog- Unapologetically Abundant Podcast, where you, you, know, you, you take us on a journey of self-discovery. 
So can you tell me more about this podcast and what's the inspiration behind it? And what are listeners um, supposed to you know, look forward to when they listen to your podcast? Hmm, I love it. Thank you so much for mentioning my show on your show. It's very sweet. Um, you know, it's it's funny because when I launched my podcast almost four years ago now, it was called Be Strong Minded because I wanted to blend the mind and the body and the spirit. So B is the being, you know. Uh, strong it's the strong physical body and mind that it's it's the mindset so I had it for almost a year and then I realized that when I became unapologetically me that's when the abundance came Mm. so that's why I created and changed my podcast name into unapologetically abundant Mm. because I realized that when we allow ourselves to be us the abundance know where to find us Hmm. so that's what i do and and i do quick solos just like inspiration and sharing my journey Hmm. and i also do uh podcast episodes with the guests Hmm. um and i love interviewing people who are living the abundant life by being themselves so they're sharing their journey and how to so people can relate to their stories and see what they can do on their journey. Can you educate me on how I can shift my my mindset into abundance? Oh, that's an amazing question. And the thing is, it's it will really depends on where you're coming from and what are your beliefs for each and every one of us. It will be different. Mm-hmm. But what really helped me is to um, create like a journal or create like a list of positive aspects. Because like I was sharing with you, like this morning I was getting like, frustrated right with the things not going up my way and how I shifted it was through appreciation and acknowledging what is working because Mm. when we think about scarcity scarcity is like oh I don't have enough time I don't have enough money I don't have enough energy but as soon as Robin says it's not about having the resources it's about being resourceful and that's something that I learned throughout my journey to be resourceful no matter where you are you'll figure it out you always did like you know like if if your listeners are listening to us it's usually on on a you know some kind of device so they're not living in a jungle jungle and and you know eating like rabbits whatever it's in a jungle (laughs) right yeah it's it's really about looking around and appreciating what is working Mm -hmm. creating a list of positive aspects even about the things that are dragging you down. Like even when I was working in a corporate and I didn't want to be there, um, I started to work on a positive aspects like, oh, this pays my bills and I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm learning about customer service. So it's really about looking what is working and what abundance really means to you. For me, abundance, it's freedom and to be wherever I want, wherever I want to be able to work from home and be able to to work two hours yeah two hours two days you know two (laughs) days a week because i used to have four jobs and work seven days a week and Mm. i was miserable you know mentally and physically Mm. and now i allowed myself to be just me now I'm abundantly paid to be me, and it's so fulfilling. That that sounds great, and I wish everyone who is listening to this also to embark on this journey to become also you know abundant in every area of, area of in every area of their lives. That would be so awesome. That would be great. That's my wish and my desire for everyone listening to this. That's my yeah. Well, you, your your mission your mission is to you know help women to transform women's life. What, what inspired you to embark on this mission? I know it's especially from your your background your story from your past but what was like the the pushing force for you to you know 
want to help women to become better, to leave that toxic relationship, to, you know, become the best version of themselves? You know, I feel that I became the one that I needed on my journey, really. Mm. I needed mm. somebody to hold my hand and nurture me. And really my purpose here is to align other women with their purpose. Mm. And to it's through nurturing and sensitivity. Mm. I used to work really hard. I used to be a lot in my masculine energy, like doing, performing, providing, you know, protecting because mm. I didn't feel safe when I was growing up. And then mm. when I allow myself to step into the feminine flow and nurturing and receiving and trusting my intuition trusting my emotions mm. that's when everything started to change so i'm really here being the thing that i needed on my journey and people like people don't care about what you say or what you do they will they will see and feel your energy and that's what is really so contagious so I, my mission is really to awaken women to their possibilities and be unapologetically themselves and live a life that is true to them instead of being everything for everyone and people pleasing. It's, it's just like realizing what is their purpose and aligning with who they truly are. Yes. And you, you, help, you help women, you know, to go through this, you pair like the feminine flow with um, strategic planning to give to give them like this immense clarity and um, you give them the exact um, steps to take, you know, to, to go from, you know, side hustlers to CEOs to become successful like you. That, that I find that really that inspiring and very good that you do that for people. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, it's on my journey and everything is just like journey and unfolding and learning, right? Mm. So on my journey, what I did was, like I mentioned, I was a lot in a lot of masculine energy, like planning, strategizing, you know, like very focused, very like linear thinking and then I went on to completely other side like uh, you know like just like being in the flow and don't plan anything and spiritual and meditating and like mm. oh whatever is mine will come to me right <laughs> and just like feet yes. up on my table and it's like oh it's meant to be so it will come to me however yeah. I learned that none of those extremes really were serving me a long term so I'm like okay Let's marry these two. Let's balance them. So now I'm pairing both is the feminine flow and embracing the spirituality and embracing the intuition and the emotions and also pairing it with the strategies because without the strategies, you will be just free floating, but not helping others. And I am here to help other people to help other people. Yeah. I work only with women because my husband, he works with the men. I work with the women. So, <laughs> We have it divided at home yes. um, because it really lights me up to work with women. You know, of course I can help men. Of course I had clients in the past, you know, like male and I'm more than, it's not like, oh, wrong gender, not helping you. <laughs> it's not like that, right? Yeah. But this is what really lights me up. Mm -hmm. If men will come to me and say, listen, like, I really resonate with you. I really need to help. Like, this is what I've been through. I resonate with your story. Can you please help me? If I feel good with that person, you know, there has to be resonance. Yes. I'm open to help. It's not like, oh, wrong. Nope. Don't help me. <laughs> no, if, if it lights me up, the person, I'm more than happy to help them. You know, yes. it's about knowing what lights you up, you know, mm. and following that. And like, I always look at this analogy of a beautiful lighthouse, like standing there and being shining and bright and those people who are your people will come to you. The opportunities and everything will come to you. But 
you gotta shine really bright. And before one shines really bright and before one takes that step of moving towards abundance, I, I think and I believe it's also very important to process the grief and ill from all the toxic relationships from the past. How, how can we do that? Are there like some tips you could give us? How can we process, you know, um, grief? And also how can we heal from all past relationships or as in past toxic relationships? Mm, those are two very powerful topics, you know. But mm. if it's something that I've been working through these past, you know, couple months, because my beloved grandma, she just passed away five days before my birthday a couple months mm. ago. Mm. And that was really heartbreaking for me because she was my everything. She was my baby girl. I call her every single day. I love her to life. So working through the grief was something you know, that I was facing myself. And what really helped me was to to release, to release our idea of life and death. It was release the need to have somebody physically here, right? Mm -hmm. It's to be celebrating all the good moments. Like it still makes me smile to think about our moments when I lived in Spain and I took her there and like so many beautiful memories. So it's really releasing the ideas of what things should look like, mm. right? And every single day, and that's what I did the past decade with her, every single day, treating our loved ones as it's the last time we see them. Every time I call her, I tell her I love you like a crazy and I made her laugh because you never know when is the last time. And it doesn't matter if the person is young or old. If you mm. love someone, you gotta tell them. Mm. And that's why I don't have any regrets. I, I wanted to buy her house and I wanted to make her feel a rich and I took care of her. I didn't have the chance and time to buy her the dream house, but mm. I have no regrets in my heart. So I feel that to process grief, it's truly to live with no regrets. To yeah. know that we loved, that we lived, and that we were really present. Yeah. Um, that's a big one, you know. And then just releasing the idea of that it's the ending. I don't believe that, you know. Whatever religion or spiritual people believe, I, I don't believe that, like, we came here, live for a few years, have babies, and then die. And it's just like it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I truly believe that we are energy, and the energy will just change the form. Yeah. So that really helped me. And then, um, you know, asking for help and, and talking with loved ones, because when something happens in your life and you're processing through grief, people will be checking up on you the first day, the first week, maybe two, mm -hmm. but the pain will be there two months later. It still will be there. True. So really asking for that help and that support, that's important, you know, and going back to like healing toxic relationships Again, it goes back into loving yourself. When you love yourself, you don't let anyone to treat you wrong. Yeah. And also realizing that you haven't done anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Because very often when we are living in toxic relationships, whether it's our parents or friends or lovers, right? It doesn't matter. It's relationship. Yes. Sometimes a toxic relationship can be with food, with money, with ourselves, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't have to be pointing out, can be pointing in. Yes. It's realizing that you haven't done anything wrong. Very often we blame ourselves and something is wrong with me. I cannot do this. So accepting where you are and taking it one day at a time, one day mm -hmm. at a time, pouring into yourself, one day at a time, loving on yourself and 
being really open and willing to to heal like the awareness it's very important and i do a lot with my clients in a child healing work because it doesn't matter how amazing parents you're where you know um you had very often there are still stories that we think that um we were not loved yeah. Like we needed, we were not heard or seen as we needed. Even if we had the most loving parents and they were working and they were not there with you 24 seven, you're like, oh, they didn't love me enough. Mm. And like their explanation of love, it's I will take care of my child so they have a better life than I did. So I will work really hard. Yeah. But then there is not the quality time that the child wants. So mm. Like I said, it's like forgiving yourself for all the choices that you have done and forgiving others, not forgetting, forgiving, right? Mm, That's the difference. But forgiving them because they really did all they could. Yes. From your coaching experiences now, for example, like, and you also made mention of earlier, like, you know, a a parent taking care of a child, but giving the child everything that the child needs, but not giving the child the quality time. Those are like, you know, some, those, those are some childhood um, traumas that, you know, that happens to people. Mm-hmm. So from your coaching experience, can you tell me some signs that show on ill um, traumas, especially um, childhood um, traumas? One of the things is that people say, I don't remember much from my childhood. That's mm-hmm. one thing, you know, because we're blocking it off because we're in survivor, because we think that, oh, that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, look at your current life and relationships. Are they loving? Are they nurturing? Are they fulfilling? Because if not, by the age of seven, we already have decided who we are and if we are worthy and if we are lovable. And we take it with ourselves into the adulthood. So if your relationships don't feel good, if you're in a job that it's not fulfilling, then there is something from your past telling you that you don't deserve a better, that you are not worthy, that you are not, you know, worth of love and abundance and ease. So all these things usually sprouts when we are kids. When, when we become adults, um, are there like some, some things that we notice in our friends' lives or in our partner's life that says, oh, you, you still have some issues to deal with some from your childhood? Are there some things I could, I could take note of or people should take note of? Absolutely. It's like, if you want to know, you know, how your future will be and what brought you here, look at where you are right now. Because mm-hmm. if you don't change, nothing ever changes in your life. Mm-hmm. One thing that I love asking my clients, if, if nothing ever changes in your life, are you okay with that? Because most no. people are not. Mm. I am. Listen, Toby, if nothing ever changes in my life, I'm good. I love what I do. I love who I am. I love my relationship. I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. Mm. Yeah. Everything else we want, bigger house, bigger car, having a baby next year. Mm. All these are cherries on the top. Those are like beautiful extras, right? It's just the expansion. But yes. if my life, nothing ever changes, I'm good. Mm. And that's awesome. That that shows you that you are in a in a stable state of your life where you are satisfied with everything. You're in a comfortable state of life. Yeah, yeah. and like I said, of course there are upgrades. Like, yes, I want a bigger car, right? Mm. Yes, I want a bigger home with a big backyard and pool. Like those are my desires, but it's those are not the things that make me feel miserable and not wanting to wake up in the morning from the mm. bed. And that's how I used to live. I didn't want to be adulting, I didn't want to be waking up from the bed. It was mm. tiring. 
So for someone who is going through that, for example, who is, who is still having these, these traumas, how can they redefine it to something great or something purposeful for their lives? You know, it, it will really depend on what happened in the past and what are your beliefs. So it's not like cookie cutter and like do this exercise, <laughs> you will be better, right? Yeah, yeah, I feel yes. like it all goes into awareness. And what really helped me was to um, do an exercise about like a dream life. Mm. Uh, because this is something that anyone can do like really writing and journaling about your dream life where do you live what do you wake up with how do you create impact and income and mm. writing the whole day from the from the waking up till going to sleep that whole day and mm. then taking a couple colors mm -hmm. one um color you know highlighting the things that you already have in your life and then another color highlighting the next thing that you desire because when you do this exercise you will realize a lot of things that you already have which brings gratitude and appreciation and then you will also see the gaps what things you don't have and asking yourself why i don't have them yet what are the beliefs that are stopping me from having that right yes. so that's like the first step of seeing okay i accomplished this and and i love that and what is the gap between who I am and who I want to be and between what I have and what I would like to have mm -hmm. and what is stopping me? Because what is stopping you? It's you. It's not your partner, not where you live. It's all of that. It's changeable. But wherever you are, you will take yourself with you. And what I can hear from that is one has to live life intentionally. Like, you know, what, when, where, you, where you are right now and where you want to go to and try to find a way to get there to where you want to go to. Like don't just go with, don't just, sorry don't just go with the flow but go with your intentions. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, yeah. I think that being intentional is everything. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, on your Instagram page, I, I told you before we started recording that I was going through your your post. I'm I'm sure I'm still going to go back after this um, podcast recording <laughs> to Instagram page because it's filled with so much um, enlightening and inspiring contents, and I will put the link um, to this Instagram page in the show notes for this episode. So anyone who's interested could just click on the link or copy the link and, and reach out to you on Instagram also. So on, on your page, I found um, a post on the, the grief cycle towards empowerment. Can you, can you explain this to me? Um, what's the grief cycle towards empowerment? You know, and um, that's a, such a great question, you know, because I feel like sometimes we are trying to like jump over. We're mm. trying to bypass, right? Yes. Like we are trying to bypass what is happening. We want to go from, you know, something happened. We are shocked into mm. going into like using why did this happen, right? So yes. when I'm talking about like the, the grief cycle towards empowerment is mm. recognizing that there is like a wave mm. of emotions and what is happening. Mm. So the first stage, it's really shock. When there is a grief, there is a shock, something happened. And even though I was treating my grandma like she doesn't have to be here tomorrow, still when, you know, my mom called me and she said she passed, it was shock at first. Mm. And then I was going through the cycle of denial. Like, mm. this is not possible. Like, how is it possible she's not here? Like, I can't believe. And then I was frustrated and upset because... I was taking care of her, you know, financially. I was sending her so many vitamins and supplements and she was doing the things that I was telling her to do. Yes. So I was so frustrated why it didn't help. Mm -hmm. And then I went through a phase of depression. Mm -hmm. There was such 
immense pain in my heart that I just, I didn't want to be facing the word. I miss her. Mm. I want to hug her. I want to kiss her. I want to make her laugh. I want to hear her every day, right? Mm -hmm. And then we go through the stage of experiment, right? So who am I now? Mm. Who am I now when this person or this situation, it's not here anymore? Mm. And then we declare and decide who Mm. we are in the world, Mm. who we really are. And then we integrate. And the last, you know, stage of integration, that's Mm. like, all that we have learned and went through it form us into a new being that's awesome that's really beautiful like i was in, I, I went through i was reading it and i was like wow this is very inspiring like sometimes sometimes we think we could, we could jump from you know shock to integration immediately but it doesn't help it doesn't work that way we cannot bypass really we can't you know because if you don't feel your feelings if you don't go through these stages you will be forced to go through them again and again and again until mm. until you go really the full cycle. So what what you are telling me now is just to allow myself go through the whole process of you know from being shocked to, um, and going through the frustration, for example, till I come out and become integrated again. Just I feel allow- like you really get to like take a moment to see like what state you are in. You know where mm. are you in 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 that cycle and truly feeling your feelings allowing yourself to be where you are and and tell other people like hey i need a moment i need a time i i need a space for myself and knowing that this too shall pass this is something that i kept reminding myself the whole time this Mm. too shall pass nothing lasts forever right and so even the pain and you know what would also help me throughout my journey and this is not like me like telling everybody to do that but we Mm. did a plant medicine with a shaman and I had a vision there of my grandma Mm. and she told me they're like you have to release Mm. I'm fine you have to release and that's when I was going it was like I was crying so much and I was feeling so much pain and so much grief but in the end of it I felt lighter and I still miss her but I don't feel that pain inside of me that I used to feel because that pain was almost unbearable. Like my heart was physically hurting. It was like losing my child. I cannot even imagine to, you know, go through that, but that's how I felt with my grandma. So allowing yourself to go through the stages and take it slow and not trying to jump. Mm, That's awesome. That's great. I'm just going to leave it that way. As in, I encourage everyone to get in contact with you in case they want to walk through this grief cycle towards empowerment and maybe they could get some tips, get more advice from you, or maybe some coaching. And talking about talking about coaching and courses and advice, um, can you tell me about your Rise and Thrive online program and also the unapologetic, <laughs> I'm missing this word, unapologetically um, worthy course that you offer? Absolutely. So, you know, like I realized that there is only so much I can do in person because I love doing in person. We do retreats. I just, like last weekend, I finished the retreat, Abundantly Aligned, mm. here in Las Vegas with women. So we host retreats throughout the year. And then I realized that not everybody can travel, right? Especially last year. Not everybody can um, really be present, you know. So I created a Rise and Thrive um, online course that helps people go, you know, men, women, um, helps people to really rise above their limiting beliefs, rise above their traumas and creating the better relationship with themselves so they can be thriving in life Mm. and unapologetically worthy is about 
finding and creating your own worthiness and feeling loving and deserving and we too work on limiting beliefs and you know strategies and tips on how to feel worthy because when you're feeling worthy everything else like falls into the place right but if you're feeling unworthy no amount of strategies will help us so this is like going back to the basics Mm -hmm. and really creating the sense of worthiness inside of you yeah that's awesome that's really great i think i'm so blessed to have to be speaking with you right now i'm so blessed to be speaking with you right now and um, you know, while talking, I've been, you know, reflecting on my life personally, you know, going through the, the grief curve and going through, listening to your story, talking about, you know, toxic experiences or relationships. Not that I've experienced them personally, but, you know, from stories I've heard from close ones and, you know, it's just a blessing to speak with you and I really appreciate everything that I've been able to learn from you. But um, in case there are, some, there are some people out there who would love to, you know, work with you, maybe some women that are listening to this episode and would love to connect with you and work with you. What's the best way to reach out to you to, you know, enroll to your course or get some advice from you directly? So the best way, I would say it's Instagram. You know, I, I love being active there. So sending me a DM there or sending me an email at hello at petiakolobova.com, you know, and we can schedule a free clarity call. You can schedule that on my website too at petiakolobova.com because in a place that I am right now in my life, I'm very selective who I work with because I wanted to be aligned with, you know, you and me and, and really feeling like a heck yes. Mm. So um, scheduling a free clarity call, it's the best way to really see if we are a good match and if I can support you on your journey. And if not, I know so many, you know, other coaches and beautiful souls that I can refer people to. So really trusting that alignment. Yes. Uh, one thing I've learned from you from this episode is I will say it again, like know yourself, know your values and, you know, um, try to heal from the, from the past experiences, from traumas and from toxic relationships. That's one thing I'm going to take home from this episode. But is there other things you love to, you know, tell the listeners out there, advice, words of advice that you love to tell the listeners out there to, you know, to have abundant life also like you? You know, I feel that, a mantra that I created for myself that I start to live and that I share with my clients is you are perfectly made for your purpose. You could mm. see it also on my Instagram as a quote. Yeah. So I truly believe when we embrace who we really are and start comparing our stop comparing ourselves, stop reaching outside, but really going inside and seeing how magnificent we are. Mm-hmm. And that the way we are, the way we look, the way we speak, our experiences, our accents, right? Yeah. It, all perfectly made for our purpose and why we came here in this lifetime when you realize that when you really let this mantra click in your mind and your heart you will be liberated and free to be yourself and that's what this world really needs people who are liberated free to be themselves and who are shining unapologetically i wish you all the enlightenment that you need to become greater and bigger and you know have everything that you desire for thank you so much Thank you so much for your work, for having me here today and for creating this beautiful podcast so people can be inspired and really grow. So thank you. It was an honor. Wow. You made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye.